Searching for something to put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times it can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb So set your worries to the side Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Awful. <laughs> awful. Like, really Good, awful. Great. Yeah. Starting off on a high here. Yeah. You want to know why? Um, do I? Yeah, sure. Why not? Because my caboose is too loose. <laughs> And I just don't think my chicken is funky enough. I was going, I literally, at the top of this document, I have how funky is your chicken, how loose is your goose. And then it's I just, laughed when I was It's just really too loose. It's too loose of a, a goose. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? It's lucky that we're joined by a special guest then today because maybe her funk chicken is funky and maybe her goose is loose. So Caroline, how funky is your chicken and how loose is your goose? <laughs> Oh, it's very funky and very loose. <laughs> I just want to know, like, I don't think that you're, is it a goose or a caboose? But I don't think your goose is supposed to be that loose. I, mean, I don't think your caboose is supposed to be is loose. It, <laughs> Look, you don't need to know what I, I, I do on a Friday night. Loose. Caboose makes more sense, I think. Yeah, the caboose does make more sense. Does it? I'm looking this up right now. How funky is your chicken? Yeah, how loose is your goose? That's the, that's the lyric. I guess it's. It's shake your, your caboose. It's how oh. funky is your chicken? How loose is your goose? Now come on, all you children, and shake your caboose. Okay. <laughs> anyway, right. now that we've sorted that out, welcome to the podcast, Caroline. <laughs> what a strange intro. Excited to be here. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your history with Freaks and Geeks. Is this a show that you watched like in real time? When did you first watch the show? Not in real time. I think I'm a little bit too young i'm 28 mm-hmm. so like uh, it existed but i was quite young yeah um i have i don't know if you guys have siblings i have an older sister who's three mm-hmm. years older and like it was the classic like um you know older sister who just teaches you about everything that's cool mm-hmm. movies music all of that so actually funny enough I'm pretty positive the first episode I ever watched was we've got spirit so I always really liked that one mm-hmm. and yeah. it was like we were just I don't know I think it was when I was a freshman in high school and she was a senior and we were just like hanging out one night like randomly and she was like do you want to watch an episode of freaks and geeks and I was like I don't know what this is and so then we watched it and I was like I'm obsessed and then I became obsessed and it was also like this would have been like 2009 so it was like the heyday of like 
the Seth Rogen movies, the James yeah. Franco. Like, you then recognize I was like, everyone I instantly. Super yeah. bad. I gotta watch Knocked Up. Like, I was like all those like Judd Apatow movies. So it was like perfect like timing. And I, and then I, I think we literally watched it on like Project Free TV or like one of them. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You saw a lot of loose cabooses on Project Free TV. <laughs> like, that's it for was sure. Definitely, we definitely gave like our. We definitely like, sat in her room like on a laptop and mm-hmm. just like gave her computer viruses. Yeah, and then eventually I gave her the D- the DVD. It was honestly a gift for both of us, but I gave her the like DVD box set for Christmas, and it was like mm-hmm. fifty dollars, and I couldn't believe how fifty dollars for one like, season of a show. I distinctly remember that, and I bought it at like a this like cool music store in town that also mm. sold movies, and and so then we started watching. Then I then I introduced my best friend to it, and we would like watch it together. And then my sister went to college, and I like stole the the DVD box. Oh, you took it like, back. What a move! Oh well, because she brought it to college and she lost one of the discs, and I was really <gasps> mad at her. So then I oh, took it back. That's yeah. the thing. I think at that point, my friend and I already watched it a bunch of times. And we would like we had a third best friend that we're not really friends with anymore, but <gasps> the two of us are still. Okay, no, all right. Oh, let's which one of you down. is the Sam? Which one of you is the Neil? So the I'm Neil? Sam, and my best friend is Bill, and then our other friend was Neil. I think but... you cut off the right one, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> what does she do? Just tell She's... me. <laughs> no, we just like we just like just like fell out in our 20s like it's nothing that yeah. like, dramatic normal okay. stuff Sarah. but the other the other friend also lives in new york so we're just like mm. we're still really tight and okay oh okay 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 like we and we always would decide like we were big on boy meets world too and i was Corey and she was sean i guess i have mm. the like main character, character <laughs> energy, like, love that for you but i don't know like it was always just, like i'm Corey, she's sean I'm Sam. She's Bill. She's also really tall, so like, oh, so the Bill and thing I'm, makes sense, and yeah. I'm really short, so it all it made sense. Wow, but, incredible! Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, yeah, because really I don't, I don't remember. Like, I was never introduced to the show until I saw it on. I think it was Netflix when it was streaming on Netflix like years ago, and that's how I originally saw it. But I like that being said, I don't. I know Sarah. I've said this to you. Like, I don't really remember a ton of it. I remember like random plot points, but not a whole bunch of stuff. And I have to say, like we had, I think two podcasts ago, we had a a batch of two episodes that we were like, I'm super high on. Then last podcast, I felt like, oh, we really like these. And this one again, I'm like, okay, I'm in. Like these are fun ones. It's a good couple of episodes. And I think that the, I think that the like, I think that's why we watched We've Got Spirit because my sister was like, this is a good one. Like we should watch it. Caroline has taste that at the very least like you have (laughs) such good taste like this is these two episodes are really really good especially we've got spirit yeah I really fun laughed out loud so hard at Sam's funky chicken dance like it was (laughs) actually funny and like there's never I never feel that way about shows where it's just like somebody does something that was like actively hilarious like that mm-hmm. but just like him like running across the screen doing the funky chicken Adam and I were gaggling we loved it yeah. <laughs> to be it's honest a, with you it's a really good set we've been we've been cheering ever since we watched it so we're we're <laughs> always talking about our funky chickens <laughs> every single day all day every day <laughs> Uh, well, that being said, let's dive into our first episode, episode eight, Girlfriends and Boyfriends. 
And this is where things kind of turn. And Sarah, you and I talked about how we're like, oh, Lindsay's not super into Nick. Like she likes him, but there's definitely a disparity in terms of how much he likes her versus she likes yeah. him. And this episode, it makes it even more prominent. Like Nick is being, you know, he's making more aggressive advances towards Lindsay, but she's uncomfortable with it. And uh, it's so fascinating because apparently like, everybody everybody assumes her and nick are gonna have sex it's just mm -hmm. like automatically like you know we have daniel and kim kind of pushing them in that direction and her parents reaction sarah is so funny to me where they're like oh that boy and i died the thing that made me laugh the hardest is when Mrs. Weir is like, the one that ate all my fruit roll-ups? <laughs> that <laughs> was so funny, right, Caroline? I loved the carryover bit of the fruit roll-ups. She's like, because she's also just like, ew, like that, that guy? Like, yeah, that hooligan? Like, like, yeah, that, yeah, that hooligan? Like, why would you want to date him? Yeah, because he's tall and he's cute. I think that he's cute. Jason Siegel's a very good-looking man. Yeah. yeah. And he's very sweet, right? Like, and you can tell he like the way whenever we see him alone with like um with Daniel or with the other group without Lindsay around, he's always bragging about her. Like, I think it's really funny the part where it's Nick and Daniel, and he's like, he's like, Oh, congrats to your girlfriend for getting that A on that test. Oh, wait, that was my girlfriend. <laughs> that was very funny too. I really liked that also. I just thought it was like very endearing. And I just think that there's something like really sweet about like your partner like hyping you up and like you know, being really excited, the fact that, like, I don't know, and bragging about, I just, like, want to be bragged about, and, like, I don't want somebody to be, like, I don't know, like, indifferent towards me, right, Caroline? So, like, Nick's, right. like, has potential to be a good boyfriend. And, and I think that he's also, like, never dated a smart girl, but, mm -hmm. like, the idea that she's this really yes. good student, and it seems like even though she's hanging out with the freaks, she's, she's still, like, studying, yeah yeah i, I think she's also like just grades naturally has, like yeah i don't think her grades have really slipped at all at least they don't particularly mention it like she might not be like mathlete level anymore but she's still getting good grades and yeah so like they have it's it's gonna be friday night and nick wants Lindsay to come over to his house and i feel it's like right away there's this tension because no one's going to be home. And he specifically is like, oh, my parents aren't going to be there. And so Lindsay is kind of getting it from all sides. Like, oh, this is the, this is it. You're going to have sex. And it's very obvious that like while she likes Nick and enjoys spending time with him, she's certainly not that at le that level yet. And she's not even really wanting to commit at this moment, Caroline. Like she doesn't even want to be like – it feels like she's uncomfortable even yeah. saying the word boyfriend. Saying we're just friends. Like she's yeah. she's very much just trying to stay friends and you're like – and it like I get I I so like relate to her. like I haven't had that exact situation but that situation where you're like you're starting to talk to somebody and then you like realize that they're way more into you or like the way that they go about being into you is super cringy and then you're just like like the whole yes. all of it made my just like skin crawl like I... just, it's so and you're like why did I why did I kiss him like why am I talking to this boy like he's clearly weird like. I don't want anything to do with this. Absolutely. I totally remember this when I was 16 because there's this boy, Steve, at Stop and Shop. 
And he was like so into me. And I was just like so eggy about it. And I was like, I don't really like you, but yeah, like I'll go on these dates with you. And like, yeah, you can like kiss me. And I guess like if you need to pinch my nipples, that's okay too. But like, I don't really like it. Kiss me to pinch my nipples. Well, he didn't ask my permission. He just did it. And it hurt. Oh, on the great. street? Like, what is happening? At the movie theater. He pinched your nipples at the movie theater? Yeah. This is bad decorum. Mm-hmm. And thigh, hand on thigh. How do you even pinch someone's nipples at it? Like, a hand around? Did he reach around? Or did he, like, what how kind of bra even... are you wearing? Like, how It was he... a standard bra. It was probably from Victoria's Secret. I don't the know. Hell did he pin- anyway. Um... Look, look, I don't know. But it wasn't until he was like, one day he was like, you know, you keep talking about your online Habo Hotel boyfriend. <laughs> I feel as though you like him more than you like. And me. you're like, yes, I would love for him to pinch my nipples, not and you. And I was like, yes, actually, I do like my Habo Hotel boyfriend more. And then I went on the Amtrak <laughs> train and then to Vermont. And this is what you do when you're 16 okay, years old, please right? Please do not do this if you're 16 years old. <laughs> please do not do this. It's dangerous. Um, But... I think what starts to put it, I mean, Lindsay already wasn't super interested in in Nick, but then she gets the single rose from him, which is quite a move, I will say, like to not even just give it to her, but to like leave, get it at her house somehow. And he writes her a little note, but he misspells the word wait, W-A-I-T. To like, that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, W-A-T-E. And you can see the gears turning in Lindsay's head like, oh no, he's like a dummy. She's like, W-A-T-E. Like She's so disgusted. But I feel like the people we have to blame, well, mainly one person, is Mr. Weir. Because nothing makes a teenage girl want to see a boy more than her parents saying, you cannot see that boy. It's true. I know. And he, they like, they sit her down and they think it's a fabulous idea, Caroline, for Mr. Weir to talk about how he was in Korea and oh my his God, first time team. was in the red light district for $5. That, see, like, my father never once even like said the word sex in front of me like truly like that scene I was like I've had conversations with my mom about stuff like that but just that entire thing I was like oh my god that scene is so disturbing and it's like I get what they're getting at but you're just like it's just that scene is so bad it's so this bad. quaked me to my core. I could not believe it. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're telling me that he lost his virginity to a sex worker. And it was in Vietnam, right? He said it was in Korea. 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 Yeah. For five like dollars. What a bargain. What that's no. what I said. I said, <laughs> what a bargain. Ma'am, you need to so, upcharge. No, you're I worth money. It was the Korean War. Yeah, it was during the war, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because this takes place in 1980. So that would make make sense. sense. Yeah. And so, like, they're they're very against Lindsay and Nick. And, like, Kim and Daniel are very much, like, trying to push them together, which we know a little bit more why about next episode. Um, But it's – okay, so this is is where I died. When Lindsay goes to Nick's house and he has his creepy little basement set up with 
a true fire hazard amount of candles. He didn't cut the wicks on any of them. So those flames are popping off. And he, he decides that he's going to not even just serenade her, Sarah. Mm-hmm. He No, he is going to speak the words to the Sticks song lady to her. <laughs> I almost like it. No, you do not. You do not like this. I almost do. I almost do. I'm such a romantic. Like, I feel as though any large act of affection or love, I will melt. This will get you to melt? Someone sing, like, not even singing, Sarah. He's speaking. He's like, you're my lady of the morning. Like, what is, what are we doing? Well, I want somebody to say that I'm their lady of their morning. No, no. Caroline, please oh talk God. sense into Sarah, please. It, I get what you're saying, and like I, I think in the right situation, a guy like a guy who's a musician or a guy like see, I don't know why, but I misremembered this, and for some reason, I thought that he wrote her a song. Like I literally misremembered it. Maybe it's in a later episode. So sorry if it's a spoiler, but I'm pretty positive. I, I don't. I remembered it as him like writing her a song for some reason, but the entire scene makes me so cringed like because it's not even just the um the like the talking to word the talking the song to hit her like that part is super weird but then he's like i just want to hold you like and and the sentiment is good like oh i rushed in the past and i and like i want to take things slow like that's very sweet like there's no pressure on her he probably like knows she's a virgin but the whole thing makes me so uncomfortable and it, it would make i would be like what did I that would be the peak of like what did I get myself into? I wanted the couch to suck me inside of it so that I could escape this like I was pushed so deep into the couch because this made me cringe so hard especially like I would be the Lindsay like do you want to just make out like because then you'll just stop <laughs> you'll stop with what you're doing and it's it's worse that he wants to cuddle it's so much worse it's- because he's like hugging her and he's just staring at her <laughs> and if I'm her I'm feeling so much pressure like we'll talk more about um Nick's uh star sign next episode because I have some thoughts but I do feel like his Scorpio or his Venus is probably in Scorpio because mm-hmm. he is so intense with his love and affection and it is so intimidating like it is it's far too much even if some even if Lindsay was like very interested in him it still would feel like a lot to me but because she's like on that kind of wavering line of like I like you but I don't really like you that much and he's very much all in like just the sheer amount of candles was alarming to me why don't you want a lot of candles I don't understand I would be nervous about the again he didn't trim the wicks The, the flames are so high it's a fire hazard and he, like, gets high all the time, and I would be just so nervous that he would fall asleep and then burn the whole place to the ground. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I just think that it was really romantic. I do understand what you're saying. Like, if Lindsay's not into it, there's nothing, like, more icky than, like, a guy doing this type of stuff. Like, I, and we've all experienced it. Like, we've all experienced, like, a guy that's, like, into you and you're not into him, and he says something, like, really creepy or really inappropriate but like the thing is is that if you were into him you would be like yeah fuck yeah like absolutely but like Lindsay's just not feeling it and she's like not 
cutting the cord. Like she's having a really hard time doing that. Because he's not picking up the signals either, right? So Lindsay's not saying anything and he's not picking up what she's putting down. And like, I need to know because this I thought was also a big like, whoa, man, this is moving. Um, Caroline, how would you feel if someone that you were like early, early, early stages of maybe possibly dating Put their hand in your butt pocket of your jeans. Oh, that scene in the beginning. Yeah. Oh, that would make me so uncomfortable. And they're like in, or in public. Like, they're in school. I guess I have, okay, in school. I guess I, I've definitely been out with someone on like a third date or whatever. And they're like a bit like handsy and like, that's okay. If you're like, it's like at a bar, I feel like that's fine. Like on a date, but like at school, and 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 like he's not they're not against the wall like that other random like freak who I don't know his name with like the curly hair is like yeah get some <laughs> like oh that's he's just like some random like side freak that never gets mm-hmm. a name I think but that yeah that would make me and I just I think it's I think like Sarah makes a good point that it's like anything is cute when it's someone you like and when it's someone you don't like then you're just like. Crawling. everything makes you I like just, yeah just because he's he she's gotten the ick from him he's giving her no. the ick and now like yeah. everything he's doing is grossing her out then also, you can't Linz, go back i hate when he calls her Linz. oh you don't he like doesn't hate it. she goes Linz, and Linz. it's like so sudden though like suddenly she's Linz, like, right you know, like you know but Jess, if you were into this guy, then you would be like obsessed that he gave you a nickname like it's such like a hard defining line because like I love the hand in the back pocket. Like I'm obsessed with that. Like I love the like little acts of like affection. Like when you're just walking somewhere and your guy like spanks your ass, like there's nothing like more like (laughs) fun than to feel sexy like that. But if it was like a guy that you're not into and he's like, I don't know, this is like such like a, like a hypothetical, but if a guy is like, I want to make you orgasm 9,000 times and like make out with your face like then you're just like go away that's creepy but if it's a guy that you're into then you're like bet like okay show up I do think though there is a like there's a line of like too soon because if I just met somebody then doing that to me would be like okay you're moving so fast even if I were to like you way more two months down the line I might my thought on a behavior might change once I've been dating someone for a while, I feel I like to me, there's like, there is a moving too quickly moment, Mm-mm. but, uh, but yeah, this whole, this whole storyline is so funny and yeah, all he wants to do is cuddle. That's how we leave the episode with Linz <laughs> and Nick. Uh, so we're going to talk about them more next episode. She seemed to Oh wait, we need to talk about the scene with Mr. Rosso. Oh, the, um, the guidance counselor. <laughs> he gives her a pamphlet called dating sex and you and he talks about how he gets sores on his lips once a month because he got herpes once <laughs> oh my god the herpes part is so bad and then he goes i just blew your mind didn't i this was so also, funny I did, I did take i did i do have notes um he said i got it on in a van at woodstock so i'm not judging <laughs> That man just, Mr. Rosso truly kills me. It's so disturbing that he's just like, oh, I see you and Nick are dating. Well, now I guess it's time for us to have the sex talk. And it's like, you're not a parent, bro. I like, I don't, I didn't really date in high school. Like, I really didn't have a relationship with my guidance counselor at all. So I have no idea if this is like appropriate. There's literally no way this is normal. (laughs) 
like I feel like pamphlets were a big thing in like the 80s 70s whatever I definitely don't think that like guidance counselors give them out anymore but it that would make me so uncomfortable I love pamphlets I don't know get like a school nurse to do it or something I don't know Oh, it's yeah. like, this is like the health class's job, not your right. sole mission to watch out for this girl's virginity, you weirdo. Like, yeah. kind of a weirdo. He's a little too invested. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like I can't tell if he's just that way with everyone or if he specifically like singles out Lindsay. It feels like, like he has- singles out Lindsay every episode. Uh, it's a it's a lot. Um, but on the other side, so we talked about the freaks on the geek side of things. Uh, we have a little bit of tension because Sam, uh, gets paired up with Gordon, who is the quote unquote, like smelly kid in class for a lab assignment. And Bill gets paired up with Cindy, who we all know Sam has like a massive crush on. And so Sam is like repeatedly getting a little bit jealous because of how much time Bill gets to spend with Sydney. But I, (laughs) I loved watching Cindy and Bill interact at Cindy's house where she's like, sorry, my parents don't like let us have junk food and I don't watch TV. Meanwhile, Bill, like all he wants to talk about is TV, like so relatable. And my, one of my favorite moments of the entire episode, Sarah, is when uh, Cindy gets up from the chair and she's like, oh, that darn chair. It makes that noise all the time. And Bill is like, I'm going to test this. So he sits in the chair and moves. And the show, the thing I love about the show is like, it uh, gives the time you know what i mean it doesn't cut away from a scene like that like plays out for like two minutes of of bill trying to squirm in the chair to get to make the fart noise and the next day when bill goes to sam and says she cut the cheese (laughs) i was dead that was it yeah the show does a really good job of like giving the joke space and like um air to breathe it it was really funny like i mean personally i would be mortified if happened to me um also like cindy's like kind of a weirdo like we learn like a thousand percent she's a weirdo she like only she's only allowed to eat like carrots and cucumbers for snacks like her bedroom looks like the cabbage patch kids like threw up on it like it's very um once again doesn't watch tv doesn't watch tv now it's very like um you know now and then the redheaded girl it's yes. very like those vibes where she talks about her flower constantly yeah like it yeah was, it was like so I was yeah like, cindy's kind of weird i just get the impression she has like very strict parents who kind mm-hmm. of like keep them keep her under their thumb but yeah. yeah the scene with the chair is a scene that i remember so like vividly because it definitely was one of my <laughs> like my 14 year old self just giggling at him <laughs> wiggling around that He's determined chair. to figure out if it was the chair or not. And like and he Sam, goes, that was the sound of cheese being cut. <laughs> <laughs> and like the offense that Sam takes when Bill makes the accusation that Cindy cut the cheese in front of him, mm-hmm. he was disgusting. He's like absolutely angry. not. That's not no. real. Some chairs just do that. They make weird noises. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, Sam is getting to know Gordon, who again, like I said, like people avoid him because he has a bit of an odor problem. Um I was like, okay, when when Gordon borrows Sam's pencil and immediately puts it in his mouth and then in his ear, I was like, no, I'm done. I can't. Nope. Not doing it. That was but weird. Then, and then you gave it back. He gave it back. But then Gordon is actually like so sweet and kind and not only that caroline but like the advice gordon i am impressed he gives such good advice i 
Gordon is one of my favorite characters of the entire show. I love him so much. He makes some more appearances. Like, he is such a... I think that he is the sweetest boy I've ever seen in my life. And he... No, but yeah, the advice is on... I mean, the advice is a little bit, like, change yourself for a girl. But, but like, when you're in high school... Yeah. it's, it's, It's on point, and it's so sweet. And you're like, yeah, this kid... Like, this kid, he's just a geek, too. Like, he should, you know, he needs to be part of the geek gang. Yeah. Yeah, I really felt for him because, I mean, obviously, like, it's hard because it's, like, when there's, like, a kid that, like, kind of stinks a little bit, like, everybody makes fun of them. And it's, like, a reputation. So, like, even if, like, they actively do something about it, it just sticks with you. And then you're just known as a smelly kid. And, like, it seems as though, like, he knows. Like, there's this scene where, like, Sam, like, tries to, like, gently tell him. And Gordon's, like, yeah, like, I know. It's, like, um a medical condition which mm-hmm. i i he listen i don't know i don't know what, what it, it is, is. it no, was but some long yeah like, but he says word. like i i loved his mindset of like no it weeds out the jerks like my mom says and i don't i don't really mind you know and like i just love the fact that sam recognizes like no gordon is fun like gordon no. should come with us to the movies because i don't i think a character other than sam might not like have the the guts to like stick up to his friends in that way and say like no he's actually a really nice guy and even though like part of his strategy or part of like the advice he gives to sam is you know join her after school clubs i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because he doesn't he maybe he is interested in your book like maybe he will find something he's passionate about but i also don't think it's that bad to like try something new because someone you like is doing it like you kind of get a little bit of both yeah. you get to try something new and you get to like hang out with the person you like and he's just like oh compliment her hair and all of that and like i do think in a normal situation where cindy doesn't have a crush on someone else this could work like there, it, at least at the very least it does bring sam and cindy closer mm-hmm. um but unfortunately <laughs> uh cindy gets so close with sam and like thinks of him as like a sister and divulges Ooh. that like oh yeah i wanted you to come get like um fast food with me because i'm really into this jock named todd uh who i recognized because i feel like he was in a lot of early aughts television yeah. shows the actor's name is riley smith um, i know him from sorry no, go ahead. Um, I know him from New York Minute, the Mary yes. Kate Ashley oh. movie. He's the love interest of I don't remember which which Mary. Yeah, he's Ashley, the bike messenger. Yeah, it's like him and Jared Padalecki are the two are the yeah. two love interests in that movie. I remembered him so from Summerland, that that show oh. that I've talked about one other time that had a uh, Jesse what's his face from Dream Street in it. Um, but. But yeah, he, he's like, I feel like he's kind of around, like he's usually always in stuff, but it's so awful because then like, first of all, Sam like doesn't end up getting with Cindy because, you know, like he, th- uh, she thinks of him as a sister. And then when Lindsay goes out, he's like forced to watch TV with his parents all night. And then Sarah, this is so awful when Cindy calls Sam to be like, oh my God, Todd called and asked <sighs> me out. I know. It really is. He got friend zoned. It's really, really rough. The only thing is, is that sometimes if you are the sounding board to the person that's going through their relationship stuff, 
once in a blue moon, it actually works to your benefit. Mm-hmm. All along <laughs> my new relationship. It could eventually work. <laughs> But in the meantime, what's Sam to do? You know, Caroline, he's really stuck in like a hard spot where if he's not friendly enough with Cindy, she'll never like even think of him in the future. But in the meantime, you're stuck listening to her talking about this new boy she's interested in. It's yeah, it's really hard because it's not like he wants to like he's hopefully not like, you know, incel type guy. Like he's a genuinely like nice person. So Mm -hmm. you'd hope the right thing is to like, just allow her to be your friend and like see what happens because like shutting her out would be mean. So at least he's like mm-hmm. doing the right thing here, but it's just, it's, rough. it's sad. And there's an amazing like YouTube supercut of him just over and over, like over and over going, Oh, hi, Cindy. He says it always, so much. He yeah. Has to, also her calling Neil Nate is hilarious. Neil really does not get a, much of a warm welcome by anybody. But I did, I did love at the end of the episode. I think it's this episode, right? Where Lindsay and Sam are like in the kitchen together, like sharing a pack of ding dongs. Yes. And I again, something that is so brilliant about this show is while some of these characters, you know, some of these actors are older than the people they're playing, but they all do genuinely feel like kids. And this moment, especially to me, felt such like a kid moment where Lindsay's like eating her ding dong, like list, trying to listen to what like Cindy is saying. And like, they're like, kind of like fighting as, as Sam is on the phone with her. Yeah. It's these subtle moments. Like I recognize that moment re- um, also as like a really, really nice, like, I think what I, I said was like they did a really good job like casting people as siblings like mm-hmm. it just feels like it's uh, it feels very authentic and I really liked that moment too because it just felt very natural and I really appreciated that like it's just it's just it doesn't seem overacted and I really I really enjoyed that um and like I liked how she like leaned in and she was like trying to listen to the phone call because like she's invested now um, it was just nice. I really, I, I really like that. Yeah, you don't get enough like sibling moments from them, but the sibling moments between them are some of my favorites because it, yeah, it does feel very like, and they feel like they genuinely feel like siblings. I think both Linda Cardellini and um, John Francis Daly are really, really good like face actors. Like both of them, mm-hmm. like when he's with his, when he's with the parents, and they're like they make him stay home on Friday night, and he'll just. He'll just make that, like, that just so, like, like I know we're... The body language, too, right? Face. It's like stink face. And he's yeah. so the small. Face she makes when she's cuddling with <laughs> with um, Nick is just, just the, the two of them are really good at just looking so, like, uncomfortable. Yeah, mm-hmm. so disgusted. It's really, yeah. it's really funny. I really, I, I really, really like these two characters as well. Like, I just think that... Um, and I know, like, we always make fun of the fact, Jess, that, like, I love a main character. You love a main character. But they're, like, so good. I, like, no, they're really, really like them. You want to root for them. They're very yeah. cute. Like, they're innocent in a way. And you want to root for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so one other moment that I did want to, I had, I have to breach, briefly touch on. It is my job as a, a fan of Journey to mention it. Oh. That when they used the song Love and Touch and Squeezin, I die and it's when sam is walking by and he sees bill and cindy like hanging out and he's getting all sad because he thinks that like 
Cindy Likes Bill now. And that song came on. And I, like, the budget for this show, they have, like, Dust in the Wind plays. Like, I just can't. Like, the Stick song is so much good music in this show. And I just had to point out that a Journey song was featured because I'm me. And no, the soundtrack. The soundtrack's wild. I think that might be one of the reasons why it was canceled early. Is because <gasps> the, it was like a real. I, I'd have to double check but because I they had to spend because, so much. <laughs> because it was such an expensive show. Mm-hmm. I remember. Well, I read a lot about it when I had the show on DVD because it came with like a little booklet, and I remember yeah. like reading every single like like behind the scenes <laughs> of each episode. It had like a behind behind the scenes of every episode, and they talked a lot about like the soundtrack and. Like, the guys who made the show were very, like, this was, like, their era. So they that's why they, like, wanted it to be 1980. Actually, in the last episode, the band episode, when, um, or I guess it was a couple episodes ago, but when um, Nick goes to uh, play with the Dimension Band, the, one of the guys is the creator mm-hmm. of the show. Like, oh! And I only oh, know what he looks like because he was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, Ooh. He played her teacher. That's so funny. I um, I just checked Spotify because I was curious. And there's a... um, People have curated the soundtrack and score to Freaks and Geeks. Um, this one in particular is by m the letter m like somebody named m or whatever 104 songs seven hours and seven minutes wow oh my god it's it's yeah. incredible every time i'm turning around there's another needle drop that i'm just like what how how did they get the song must you know have been so expensive yeah um but that's all we have for girlfriends and boyfriends episode eight let's take a quick ad break and then we'll come back and talk about we've got spirit Okay, we've got spirit. Yes, we do. We've got spirit. How about you? Let's talk about we've got spirit. Um, this episode is absolutely incredible. Sam, in in order to get closer to Cindy, let's start with yeah. We're gonna start with the geeks this time because I feel like it's more of the fun story. Um, Sam wants to be close to Cindy, of course, and he decides the best way to do so is by becoming the team's new mascot. And Sarah, I have to ask you, did you recognize who the original mascot was? I actually did instantly. I knew it was Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, Mr. A young baby looking Shia LaBeouf is the original mascot who unfortunately breaks his arm and suffers a concussion and falls asleep at the end of the episode, which is kind of terrifying, (laughs) to be honest. Yeah, I'm very worried about his head, but (laughs) I was very proud of myself for recognizing that as a very young Shia LaBeouf. But his hair wasn't curly, so I wonder if they straightened it. It looked straightened. Yeah. In it's my mind, too it straight. Like they, yeah. They straightened. Because he definitely has naturally curly hair. Oh, yeah. Has yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. I was very excited. Very excited to see Shia LaBeouf. Um, the mascot storyline I just was, like, riveted by. Number one, this fucking Viking head is it the- is horrifying it's huge too it's literally like the height of sam like it's a humongous head and why do they only have these teensy tiny little cutouts (laughs) to see out of i don't know but also like why do they only like hire or like 
enlist the smallest baby boys to do the mask. Like no one else wants to do it. I guess so. I guess so. So the Viking mascot, it's like very prestigious to get this. And like this actually, it kind of reminds me, I just like listened to a story um, on a podcast about this girl who was the um, mascot for University of Miami. And like the audition process was very rigorous. And like when she got it, they like called her up and they're like super serious. And they're like, excuse me, like you got the mascot job, but you can't tell anybody. And she couldn't tell anybody that she was the mascot while she was the mascot. And like so much so that she was only allowed to wash the mascot costume in the middle of the night at like 2 (laughs) a.m., And there was like a indoctrin period. Like they, she got like, uh, like sworn in to be the mascot. This is is a true story. Fascinating. It is. It is. But that's also a college. Like it's wild to me that so many kids auditioned to be in what is assuredly the stankiest like mascot costume with like that is so supremely heavy and like I would have nightmares about that Norseman. Like his face was so scary. It's so scary. We at my um, high school has a mascot that was, they changed it actually after I graduated, but it was even stupider than the Norseman. We were, I'm from Maine, and we were the Thalmouth Yachtsman, which is just the most, like, (laughs) Yachtsman. Like, because I'm from, like, the southern coast. It's, It's literally so, like, waspy, yuppie, like, so stupid, like, our school newspaper was called the mast like our Ooh, like there were always, there was yeah, <laughs> literally like there was in sixth grade i think our two like like groups were the wind jammers and the schooners of um course, naturally like you'd have half or half half and half the teachers or whatever and we had like we had yachty the yachtsman and he just wore this like it, it was like a sailor uniform and he had i found big it. head <laughs> Sarah, you're a psycho. Mariners a few years ago because they finally realized how pretentious it was. Yeah, Falmouth's. Oh, sorry for outing. Is that no, okay? Already, no, it's like I already said it. Falmouth's yachty mascot could get the heave ho. He did. He did. Yeah. Soon to be released are findings of a town survey on change, changing the high school team and name and mascot to be more representative of the student body. There if some go. students get their way, Falmouth High School will get rid of Yachty, the school's mascot, and the snooty Gottsman team name along with him. This is very depressing. Who voted against it? Um, so it's... it's it after uh, my time. I had already graduated by the time they did any of this, but... <laughs> and we had, like, like, um, wheels all over the school. You know, there was just, like, a oh, whole, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. boat... It was very, very oh, gosh. Um, it was very stupid. They and it's like one fun. of my fun, my favorite like fun facts. I'm always like, wait, I've got you beat on the worst school mascot <laughs> ever. I, I, I didn't love, even think about how relevant it would be to today. I love Yachty. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I miss <laughs> him. And I love how much fun they had with all the um the article names. Uh, time for Yachty to walk the plank. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. have to ask my brother's kids go to my school and I wonder if they are still like if they haven't I don't know what the mariner like if there's a guy. Now. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I wouldn't be signing up to wear the, this Norseman costume, especially just the thought of like, because the bottom part that's going to touch you is like the beard and the hair and something about that. It gives me such ick of like, when you have to clean out your shower drain, like that's what it reminds me of. And I'm not about, no, just no, thank you. I bet it's so smelly. It is. Mm. It has to be. And so Sam is like, I need to be this mascot, which Neil really wants to do because he thinks he's like the funniest guy ever. But luckily, when when Sam quotes Star Wars to him, he knows it's serious and he backs <laughs> off. Um, and so they have this whole workout situation happening, like this whole tryout thing. Um, and this is when we get the, uh, how loose is your goose or how funky is your chicken? How loose is your goose? And Sam is the best. Like he kills it. He nails it. And he gets the, he gets the position, but it turns out that like palling around with Lindsay or excuse me, not Lindsay, uh, Cindy isn't as great as he thought it would be because she's still obsessed with Todd. And he basically is just watching their love story unfold in front of him. Uh, what is her, what is his name? Todd Sh Schellinger? Shellinger, yeah. what a name. Uh, and yeah, so he like, eventually he's sitting there, Sarah, and he's looking through the teeny tiny eye holes and watches their like first kiss. He's like, uh, Todd has asked her out. All this happens. And that's enough for Sam. He doesn't want to go out and do be the mascot for this whole uh, performance. Yeah, he goes into a complete depression. Like he does not want to go out there. He doesn't want to see Cindy. He doesn't want to even talk to Todd. And he's just like, I'm not going out there. I'm done. This is not worth it. And of course, this is where Neil is like, I is my time to shine. I am going to take the opportunity. I'm going to be the quote unquote funniest mascot that's ever lived and then he proceeds to do the shittiest job in the world <laughs> and so much so like it like okay i'm terrified of vicky the head cheerleader like you should be <laughs> absolutely horrifying and to be honest with you like i think that like i don't think you'll live to see another day after this i think that's the end <laughs> of neil at the end of the episode he goes i'm a bleeder I loved that. I'm a bleeder. Yeah, a a bleeder. Bleeder. yeah he gets chased yeah. by the cheerleaders. One of the my favorite things about the episode, Caroline, is when Shia LaBeouf's character is giving Sam tips about doing the top of the pyramid. He's like, don't pull their hair, don't pull their bra straps. And like Sam is able to do it just fine, but Neil breaks that pyramid down. Because <laughs> Neil didn't get the <laughs> What are you doing? Okay, we're on video. Is that Sarah has changed her background? Is that Yachty? That's it. That's it. Yeah, my that is horrifying he, looking. He has, he's like mean mugging. He's he like is mean mugging. It's so hard. It's like terrifying. I think that he's really intimidating. I think that it would definitely get the job I can done. See one of the wheels behind him. <laughs> my <laughs> yeah, like, the wheels. one of many. One of many. Yeah, my uh, goose would be definitely co uh, cooked. Oh, I thought uh, you were going to say your goose would be loose. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that too. I, it's terrifying. Uh. But I just love when he's like, <laughs> I like your background now. Like, it's just the Panera Sips Club now. He's like, um, <sighs> they, they like, don't pull their bra strap. They will wiggle and they will fall. <laughs> just that delivery that was like i think when disney was like shia labeouf is a star and we need to put yeah. him on a tv show yeah yep 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 yeah that um 
Okay. The it is wild to me that they're like, let's do the pyramid and the mascot with this giant heavy head is going to go on top. That's yes! ridiculous. Yes. <laughs> Vic- Vicky is like has way too high <laughs> expectations where like also, I don't understand why when they're having Sam practice and everything and she's like, move your arm. She's like a, such a dictator screaming at him. Why is he not practicing in the actual yes. uniform? Thank because you. Because it's fixed. so much heavier. He's still getting fixed. So oh, it's I, getting like, fixed when he fell? Against, yeah. He's like, can I try it on today? And she says, it's still getting fixed. Wow, what a great Vicky impression. <laughs> You're such also, a also that yeah. actress. She's pretty. She's like pretty famous too. Who? Okay, her so face looks that? familiar to me. Joanna Garcia. Did you ever watch Reba? Yes, she she's the, the daughter girl that got pregnant. Pregnant in Reba. Yes, and then most recently, she randomly, she randomly was the um. She the host on the ultimatum. The ultimatum. Yeah, she was the host on the ultimatum. But just the queer season, and they all were like, "Oh, so are you queer?" And she's, she's like, like, "Nah." No. <laughs> why is this? Because they couldn't get Nick and Vanessa. But it was like, "Why is this random actress <laughs> not queer hosting the show?" Stop it. She like guest stars in a lot of stuff. Yeah, this is interesting. Yeah, okay, like, I know her face looked familiar to me, but I think it was because she was blonde and not a, yeah. a redhead, which is usually how we see her more often. Yeah, I got tripped up by that too, actually. Yeah. Um, but isn't there that like sweet magnolia show yeah. on Netflix? Yes. I think she's in that too. Yep. She is. She is. She's been so in so much. She's been in Gossip Girl. She was in that show with um with uh, Raven Sim- that movie with Raven Simone, Revenge of the Bridesmaids, where like their oh. hair is all messy. Oh, I think yes. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So eventually, though, Sam does like apologize to Cindy and say like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I was so mean to you about Todd. You know, I was just tired from the mascot and everything." Uh, but Neil really kills it, and I love Bill coming down. He's like, "You're a comic genius. You killed it." <laughs> uh, so that is like definitely the lighter, more funny, cute storyline of this episode. Wait, the- yeah. I just want to say that like Todd turns out to be like a nice guy. And I do like that yeah. Sam like came around and it was like, I support this. Like, I'm sorry I was such a grump. Like, but also like it was so weird to me that Cindy was like, Sam, what the fuck? Why were you not in the costume? She was just like, Oh, hey, Sam, like good to see you. What happened out there? It's Hi, like, Cindy. Cindy, <laughs> like, don't you have like more questions? I guess not. I, I don't know if it I don't know. Cindy doesn't seem to me like she's like doing a lot of deep thinking a lot of the time. I don't know if, like, I like yeah. Cindy that much. Cindy's fine. I like Millie more than I like Cindy. And, yeah. and Millie straight up told. I my Cindy opinions until you guys are done. Okay. okay. Yeah, I like Millie more. And I did I did forget to mention last episode when uh, Millie sees Nick and Lindsay kiss. And she goes, are you dating? Nick's a freak. Freaks only date freak girls. And you're not a freak girl. Freaks go all the way. <laughs> But then they have that really sweet scene in class when she's like, Millie, like, I have a boyfriend. Like, remember when we yeah. went to a concert? That scene kind of broke my heart because you have to remember that, like, Cindy, or not Cindy, Millie, like, Millie basically just got, like, friend-dumped out of nowhere. Yeah. And that's, like, sad. Like, Lindsay just one day yeah. was like, you're not cool and I don't want to be your friend. And that's sad. <sighs> yeah. Been there, done that. That happened, like, so much to me. 
It was so depressing. Aww. Yeah, I got friend dumped like four times. That's this a is lot. why I have problems. I know. This is why I have problems with rejection so badly. Yeah. No, I feel that hard as well. Yeah. And it's like it just when you're a kid, it really just comes out of nowhere. Nowhere. Like one day you're cool with them and you have like a best friend, and the next day they're like, Yeah, BTW, I don't want to be friends with you anymore and it's like usually because they like they find like somebody else and like you know your kid brain can't be like i can have two best friends you know mm -hmm. so that was so rough it was so so rough yeah. so well, i feel for millie speaking of being dumped uh lindsay oh. wants lindsay wants to dump nick she i this beginning scene i just can't because it's so funny to me first of all like uh, Jason Siegel straight up looks high. Like he probably isn't because he's a child, but like he looks high. Mm. Oh, he mm. might be old enough. But I just love him being like, Lindsay, do you ever think about death and the meaning of life? <laughs> and dust in the wind is playing, which is just incredible. And Lindsay thinking he's like, you know, she's like having a serious moment with him where Carolyn, I thought this was huge, like a huge show of trust when Lindsay brings up her grandmother's death and how like she took it really hard. Yeah. And he just, he's like, yeah, you know, like, like I knew you were deep like me, but like doesn't actually want to engage in. It's a when you, when you know her. someone's not actually listening, like he's not right. truly listening to what she's saying because then he just starts right. talking about, oh, nobody else wants to talk about the meaning of life with me and why we're here. And she's like, are you stoned? <laughs> really? He's like really, yeah. really stoned out of his mind. And uh, and this is when she's going through like a photo album of his and Sarah, the biggest red flag. She gets to a photo where it's Nick and this other girl and her face is straight up cut, out, cut out, which is something that I feel like girls could do more often. But I don't I mean, like a guy. The whole thing that made no sense about like, we'll never really know what happened with Heidi Henderson. But mm -hmm. the fact that he like according to him they only dated for a week and it was a rebound like when he like explains to Lindsay at the end of the episode but why would you have a picture together where she's yes. like, at your basketball game like yes. that is not casual no, no I think I think there's a lot of in my opinion there's a lot of evidence to suggest that we shouldn't believe Nick because it's not just Heidi that's saying like this yeah. it is it is Kim who says, please don't end things with Nick. He went berserk last time he got dumped. It is uh, Daniel who's like, please, please, please don't break up with him. Like, if all these yeah. people are so invested in, in Nick not getting dumped, in my opinion, it must have gone really sour the yeah. first time. Yeah. He, and, and the behavior that he exhibited in this episode was very creepy. Like, creeping around the window. When I saw him, oh my, my heart, like, stopped because Lindsay's just sleeping in bed or she's awake but she's laying in bed and he's just creeping and like with his hood up yeah like being such a creepy person and he's just like oh hey and she's like can you you like gotta go home like <laughs> he's like I couldn't stop thinking about you like it's so that's so creepy yeah, yeah I think that I was on board with Nick until this episode where I was just like oh yeah now he's like being creepy like he is like like really really like overtly into her like she is like actively pulling away and he's just like not 
listening to her or understanding her and she is like becoming increasingly and increasingly more uncomfortable and all she just hears from like all sides like don't break up with him and like he's saying like i really like you so she feels guilty so she doesn't really know what she does needs to do or like how to break up with him or how to leave the situation well it's made worse because all of the people that she's now friends with are Nick's friends. Like they were yeah. friends with him first and they're not going to be looking out for Lindsay. They're looking out for Nick. And so it was nice to kind of have that moment between Mrs. Weir and Lindsay where she's able to confide in her mom because her mom, of course, is going to be looking out for her. And so we, we Lindsay does approach Heidi, who's Nick's ex. And she's like, Nick is crazy. He was stalking me. He broke into my house. He got into a fight with my dad. And Nick, uh, as is the way that men do things sometimes they're like no she's just a liar like this is caroline this is so common it hurts of like men making women out to be crazy or liars or awful people um when they say something that's probably true and aren't right and he's probably the one that's a little bit of a crazy liar like yeah this is when you're just like okay nick is like not like you don't she shouldn't be with him but it's like when you go in, when you, it's, it's that like getting in too deep. It's like she was in too deep when he did this, the lady song. And now it's like, oh my God, like I'm in deep shit and I don't know what to do. Well, because she, she risks losing her entire friend group if she breaks right. up with him because they're all, she now knows, oh, they're all going to take Nick's side. And then what am I going to do? I'm friendless, right. you know, like she doesn't want that. And right. she also, of course, has a heart and doesn't want to hurt Nick's feelings. Yeah. But she really is in a no-win situation. And this is when I say, um, go to therapy, everyone. <laughs> like Nick's therapy. problems, truly, like, the way he is treating women and, like, viewing them as, like, uh, you know, uh, the way he's treating them and just not listening and really going too far to me is, like, if, if someone had intervened early on enough when they were seeing these signs and he had gone to therapy and kind of worked on this – it's not like you don't have to be a jerk forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, these are things that can be fixed with therapy. Um, but as a side story here, this episode, we have the freaks who get pelted with like water balloons from the rival school that mm-hmm. Lincoln, I think that they're going to be playing in this, this basketball match, which I like how the, the, the stories kind of intersect in that way. I think it was interesting. And uh, so they they get hit, and so then they go and they spray paint this rival uh, school's car. Yeah. And Sarah, this is the other special guest, which I doubt you're going to recognize. Did you recognize the blonde leader of the Lincoln School group? No. This is a famous person because he is in Gilmore Girls. So he plays Logan Jesse. in Gilmore Girls. Oh. Nope, not Jess. Nope, that's Milo. Milo. <laughs> Every single time, time yeah. I'm just like, Jesse. It's Matt. Matt. Uh, Zukri, I think he was. All, he's also been in stuff like was he in like the, the Good Wife? The oh, the Good Wife. Wait, oh. I never watched it. I just like he still is like in things. Yeah, it's just I feel like he's Today. most well yes. known for. I for know Gilmore him Girls. because I'm a Gilmore Girls uh, freak. Is is Logan Lorelai's love interest? Nope, Rory's one no. of Rory's. Well, whatever. In my That's, opinion, he's, like he's her college boyfriend. He's the college one. I hate Logan. <laughs> I, I I know there are some people out there who love Logan. Why? What does he do? He's a pompous ass. 
asshole. He's just yeah. Very go to Yale. What do you think? Anyone? I've come to the conclusion that I'm not team anyone. Ooh. Or Ooh, I'm, I just don't. I, well, I just I don't like Rory a lot of the time. So Rory does suck a lot I mean, of the time. Yeah, he, they and... all have like their moments when they're great, and they all have their moments when they're bad. I think that. Jess grows up to be great, but I think he's a terrible boyfriend when they're actually a couple. So it's like definitely hard to team him. Definitely, but like, I, I'm do, on I my fall say... rewatch right now, and like they dated, they she's now freshman in college, so I'm like she just dated Jess, so I'm very like ah, yeah, because they haven't brought him back. But yet. like I do think Jess is the one who, when you're an adult, when you're like older, he's the one you want to date. Like he's the one yeah. you look back and you're like that guy's great now. You know, he doesn't yeah. have as many issues as he did. Yeah. Teenager. But anyway, well, so that yeah. is Logan. He is playing the like other school rival douchebag guy um and yeah they get into like this massive fight which is ends up being so funny because when mr weir is like over the moon to introduce Lindsay to like his friends for some reason no there i think he's mr. trying to weir, prove yeah. yeah so mr weir's trying to be the on like the school committee school board i think the it school is board so he's trying yeah. to introduce Lindsay to the mayor so that he can get elected onto it, I think. And well, he, sorry, no, Caroline, you're the expertise. Tell oh, me. Oh no, I I think it's well. It's basically like beginning of the episode. He's like, I'm gonna go to the game, and Lindsay's like, like why? And he's like, Well, I'm a community leader because he owns the store. And yes, she's yes, like, yes. What are you talking about, community leader? So he's trying to like, he's like, Well, these are all my important friends, and I, you know, was like asked to run for school board and all this stuff but i think it's like he's he's trying to prove to her that he's um a like he's like look i am important like look at all of my important friends but he does not want the freaks around that's what i loved when they show up and they're all like beaten up because they got in this massive fight and he's like no you remember me mr weir you remember (laughs) it was so funny and he's like okay off with your friends now go ahead go ahead um, but this entire time, like I, you know, Lindsay is trying to figure out how to break up with Nick and she has this conversation with her mom where her mom's like, oh, you, cause she, her mom has to cover for her cause she doesn't want to talk to Nick. And so she opens up to Mrs. Weir and I love this because Mrs. Weir gives really good advice of like, you can't lead him on, you know, you, you have to end it with him and, and Lindsay can't do it over the phone. She's like, it's better to do it in person. But I love the scene as like someone who is now way, you know, closer in age to Mrs. Weir than the kids. Um, don't you think, Sarah, don't make that face. I'm pretty sure that's true. Please um, don't say that's true. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> For uh, sake, please. I, I really loved when she goes into the bedroom and she talks to Mr. Weir and she's just like, I gave Lindsay advice and it was good advice. And she took it and she's just like, so overjoyed that Lindsay opened up to her and I just thought that was the absolute freaking sweetest like uh, the the woman I need to look her up um because uh she is just like I always feel like she plays the sweetest characters like she's every always time the mom she's always she's, just like the sweetest mom Hannah's Becky mom and Baker and yeah yes. she's Hannah's mom and girls yeah She's Ted Lasso's mom. She's everyone's mom. Yeah, she's always the mom. She, I think she's the sweetest in this, though. In Girls, she starts out sweet, but then she, like, her husband comes out as gay, and she just kind of, like, She loses, loses it. it a bit. Yeah, she loses her Sorry, mind a little bit. Well, I think everybody in Girls lost it a bit, to be honest with you. I think I lost it a bit watching Girls. Yeah, yeah but I love yeah. that moment, because she's just like, 
you know, and then freaking Mr. Weir's just like, oh, sorry, you're like, you're like on my leg or something. And she's just like, I'm so sorry. I was so excited. Um, but then she makes a huge faux pas because Lindsay hasn't gotten a chance to break up with Nick yet. And she inadvertently oh let's nick know she's like oh how you holding up like oh no i knew what was gonna happen right as it was happening and i was like no don't do it this is weird this was rough this was like so rough and like it's such like a tv trope but like also it's 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 interesting to watch so i i'm not surprised that it's such a trope but yeah so uncomfortable and then nick goes into like a major depression which means that he has to go to that corner of the school where mm-hmm. I don't know. I really like that corner of the school. Like I want to hang out in that corner of the school, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. The freak corner. It is the freak corner. <laughs> yeah. And then he basically, uh, he ends things with her because he knows that she's going to end things with him. And, uh, and, and they're broken up. And I, I love the moment where Lindsay like goes back into the, the, not stadium. What even is it? Basketball court? Who cares? Yeah. What is, Gym. Arena? Gym. Who cares? Uh, and she like sits with her parents and she's just like hugging Mrs. Weir. It's so sweet. Yeah. I uh, kind of like I said earlier about the siblings. I think that they did a really good job casting Mr. and Mrs. Weir as well. I think that they're like really relatable TV parents. They're not. Um. They're not like a joke. They're not like a caricature. They're just like, they just feel really authentic. And like, yeah, they have their quirks, but like they seem like real people. They're interesting. They're not boring. And I think that overall, they're good parents. Mm -hmm. Their hearts are always in the right place. The dad can be a little, whenever he's just like, you know, you know where they are now? They're dead. dead. (laughs) A little dramatic. Will and I have been quoting that so much because we just, it just cracks us up so much. The dad is the most inadvertently funny character. My favorite is like, he keeps saying it. It's like, I think it's like the pilot and he's like, well, you know who cut corners? Janice Joplin. And then she goes, dad, what is the point of this? (laughs) (laughs) And it's just such a like kid parent situation yeah. totally but the mom is like like yeah she tried like she didn't mean she, to no she she thought he said she said she was literally going to his house to break up with him and like then she went to the house so yeah of sense. course yeah it's just it's so sweet it's so it's, it's such a mistake and i love that Lindsay doesn't like hold it against her mom for too long you know like i like that it's like very quickly like she's kind of okay, you know, whatever, I guess the, it's already done now, you know, the band-aid's been ripped off. Um, but yeah, so Nick is really upset, obviously. And I'm interested to see kind of where they go from here, because I feel like this is just going to have such a ripple effect on that freak friend group, you know? Like, I don't know if Lindsay can just go back to being a freak again, because now Nick is, I mean, Nick feels like someone who's very petty, right? Like, he cut out pictures of this girl's face and we do get his side of the story of, oh, he wrote Heidi a bunch of poems and she kept showing everyone the poems. And so he went to her house to steal the poems back. And that's when her dad caught him and the cops got called. And maybe the truth is somewhere in between, but like still that's like not great behavior. Even if you were just trying to get the poems back, you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like this is going to be such an interesting follow-up in the friend group to see how everyone kind of deals with this. 
I'm honestly yeah. trying to remember. Like, I can't remember the, like, like the next episode, like, how they are together. Mm. But I'm going to keep watching. Yeah. I'm really interested in it as well. Like, if you asked me a couple of episodes ago, I would have been like, yeah, Nick is cool. Like, he's sweet. Like, he would, you know, not cause a ripple within the friend group or make it awkward or weird between them. Like, obviously, he just still cares for her as a person. But, like, we definitely saw, like, a different side of Nick. And I'm, like, very curious as well. And I think that, um, I don't know. Like, I hope that they don't harp too long on, like, Nick being in like a creepy creeperson because like I really do like him as a character and I really do like him in general and out of all the freaks he's like my favorite mm -hmm. besides I guess Lindsay who I don't know I don't know she's like kind of still in between I don't know if she's like full-on freak but um yeah I I really really enjoy these two episodes though especially uh the the spirit we got, got spirit. spirit. Yes, yeah. we do. Right. Yep. <laughs> so I, I'm really curious, but like, it's just the worst when like that you are, you do share a friend group with an ex and like, it's kind of like divorced parents, like who ends up, who gets what friend you get some. Yeah. Um, and I just hope that like, they don't like totally kick her out and not let her hang out. I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, do you want to know the next two episode titles? Yes. So we have The Diary. <gasps> <laughs> Sorry. And then we have, I love how they, they love rhyming on this show. We have Looks and Books. Okay, Ooh. so. Looks and Books is one of my favorite scenes in the entire Ooh. show. I remember. Okay. Like I remember what the looks part of it is. I feel like it has to be some sort of like beauty contest. Um, and then what was the first one again? The diary. Oh, somebody's diary gets found and like read and spread across everywhere. I'm wondering if maybe it's like because I don't think Sam would um like Lindsay feels like a journal girl, mm -hmm. and I don't think Sam would like ruin uh, or like you know invade Lindsay's privacy i do think neil would yep <laughs> or bill they haven't yeah. brought up the neil crush in a while they, mm -hmm. yeah no so exactly that's oh maybe she talked about me freaking neil nate yep. i'm just gonna call you nate instead nate yeah. i love uh, at the end when she goes Cindy's like you're a jerk <laughs> it's neil schweiber <laughs> Uh, freaking neil yeah neil um but those are our next two episodes so i'm really excited to to get to them next week uh of course you can find us shit 90s pod at gmail.com shit 90s pod.com shit 90s pod on twitter and instagram uh we're still covering we're almost done with dawson's creek we're still like finishing up our coverage we're going to be talking about the reunion soon um you could find me at the just sterling i'm over on post show recaps i'm covering billions we're finishing up our community coverage over there this week um what else oh we're starting full spoiler recaps it's grace and i tons of stuff going on go check out all of that sarah where can people find you uh you can just find me at sarah ferguson i'm i'm just chilling i'm go. like you know i'm trying to be in my reading era Ooh, ooh, ooh! i'm like in my peloton era you're in a peloton era yeah i've been pelotoning it how's hurts. that going it hurts your ass so bad. 
Yeah, they don't make the seats very comfortable. I don't no, think. My ass is grass. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah. It hurts, but it's it's pretty good. Okay. Um, Caroline, how about you? Do you have anything to promote? Do you have uh, anything to talk um, about? Do you have oh 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 um or like uh, at least something that you would recommend, like a book or a song or t- something? A book or a song? Um, yeah, I mean I have nothing to promote because uh, <laughs> my I mean big same private and I and uh, I've never done this before. Um I'm just really excited about the new season of Survivor. Ooh. First, yeah. I really liked the first, the first episode. episode. The first episode was great. I'm feeling very I'm bullish very excited. On it. I'm in two drafts this season. Who so. do you have? Tell me. I want to know. Um So one's like an official like but it's like let it's fewer it's like four people okay um and two of us overlap from the other draft and that one's in like one of the more official like draft forms i'm trying to remember who if you don't know their names it's I also fine kelly and bruce but i don't know oh, okay. why i drafted bruce but uh-huh. the second one was easier to draft because we did it after the episode instead of before yep and i have austin and sean if you remember either of those. Austin got the beware advantage. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. My winner pick, I don't know anybody's names because that's just how I roll most of the time. Um, But my winner pick is on the blue tribe and she's the tall girl because we love a tall girl. I think she's a Virgo. Oh, the Libra. The Libra. Is she a Libra? One of the ones from the the Virgo trio. Yeah. Yes. But I think she's actually a Libra. It was all September birthdays, and two were Virgos, and one was Libra, and the tall girl was Libra. Yeah, she has curly oh, hair. So yeah. curly hair, Kendra? tall girl. I'm on board. I don't. I uh, only know. I only know their names because of I'm too deep into RHAP. Yeah, I'm bad with the names, so couldn't tell you. But I'm really liking this season, so definitely check that out if you if you're if you're a fan yeah. of uh, reality television, go check out that show. Yeah, um, I'm excited for that. Incredible. Well, we will be back in just one week's time with episodes 10 and 11. So stay tuned. We're like the halfway mark already of Freaks and Geeks. Somehow, somehow it snuck up on us and we're already here. Um, But thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one. Bye. Just ask. Shit 90 shows taught me. 